but you know yeah nothing is guaranteed <laughs> <laughs> i know how that goes if anything slips through the cracks you can always refer to the video yeah uh give me one second i'm going to close this door so we don't get any outside uh, company like my dogs <laughs> sure thing. Every time somebody comes near the house, they go absolutely ape. So <laughs> that'll stall us for several minutes sometimes. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so, and unfortunately, I, I've got multiple screens and all my stuff is actually on the my right side. So you're going to see me looking away from you a lot. That's all right. No worries. No worries. Um, okay. Yeah. So how about you? Yeah. If you want to kick it off and just let me know what you're looking for, where you're stuck, what you're thinking, what you need. Okay. I, I'm going to make this as short as I can, because I can get really long winded and I really want to avoid that. <laughs> but okay. um, I am an engineer by trade and uh, my wife got uh, brain cancer and astrocytoma grade three and through some very aggressive uh, surgery and uh, treatment. Um, she's a survivor, but it left her partially paralyzed and uh, she's now prone to seizures. Uh, we tried all the different seizure medications and things like that. And they, some of them actually made her worse. Uh, mm -hmm. Some of them weren't effective. Some of them caused some pretty severe side effects that were in themselves life-threatening. Um, anyway, I was, I was talking to one of the doctors and he told me to do some research on a keto diet. And initially, of course, I thought that was absolutely ridiculous, but we went ahead and I started doing some research and, uh, uh, it turns out it addresses seizures and things like that. So I actually built a program, um, to treat my wife and, of course, we do everything together. So I figured, well, it can't hurt me. And through all the stress and everything else, I was severely overweight. I weighed uh, 255 pounds. Um, so I went ahead and I did this diet with her. Over the next probably six weeks, um, her seizures had gone down to, she was having several seizures a day and they were, some of them were pretty severe. And uh, over the course of about six weeks, her seizures got down to maybe once a week. Wow. And much more mild, much more controllable. Um, it got to the point where we could just take a break. She could lay down and rest while the seizures occurred. And she would be back on her feet inside an hour, uh, which is completely different. I really didn't, you know, I didn't know which day I was going to wake up without her before that. Oh so the uh, keto diet kind of became a mainstay of this household. Well, over the course of, I say five, but it was probably closer to six months. Um, I managed to lose 80 pounds. I was to the point where I actually had to increase my eating because I was too thin. I weighed 160 pounds. And I haven't weighed 160 pounds since I was 14 years old. <laughs> so, um, so I tried to get my weight up. I'm up to about 175, which is where I feel comfortable. Oh, that's great. But I have to eat a lot in order to maintain that. <laughs> anyway, um, but with all that, my wife is uh, partially paralyzed on the left side. I have to stay home and take care of her. So engineering, what I, what I did was I worked on interface systems for uh, computer, co computer automation systems for manufacturing. So I designed and created and programmed the interfaces that worked between the old equipment and of course the new computer systems. That doesn't allow me to be at home to do that kind of work. So I have to come up with something completely different. Now for the last five years, I've been doing projects here and there. And because of the way the economy was built, uh, it was pretty easy to find work. But now what's happening is, well, A, there's a lot less old equipment out there in manufacturing. Uh, two, um, 
some of the larger companies are coming in because this is an easy niche for them. Yeah. They have to they have to design the new software anyway, so it's not much of a leap to be able to create literally programmable interfaces where they can interface to almost any piece of gear out there. So my competition has probably quadrupled. And of course the work at the same time has decreased. So I'm finding it harder and harder to make ends meet. Uh, I was talking to a friend of mine in California and he does this kind of marketing. Unfortunately, he's also a little bit of an ass. So he kind of <laughs> said, uh, good luck. Um, let me know how you do. And he wasn't apt to help me at all. So I've been kind of building this on my own. So over the last, mm, not quite six months, uh, I've been talking to people and trying to come up with ideas. And they said, look, do what you know, which for me was the keto diet. Uh, my keto diet is very specific because my approach was from the medical side of things instead of the weight loss side of things. So I understand what happens with the body a lot better than most people. So uh, I built this very, it's a, it's a three-phase program. It's called Tri-Step Keto. And uh, it's basically the first phase, which is the transitioning phase where you go from a normal diet into ketosis. Then there's the target phase, which is, of course, that's the period where you're trying to lose weight. And then there's the I call it the lifestyle phase, but your maintenance phase, which is um, the final phase where now you can um, expand the keto diet into foods that you wouldn't normally be allowed to have. So I built this, I don't know, 130 page document and I ran it by somebody and he goes, this is way too complex. Nobody's going to follow it. They'll, they'll buy it, but it's, there's so much education involved. People don't want to learn. I said, all right. So instead, we built a very broad, generic keto diet, and um, we called it Keto Momentum. And uh, that's why I gave you the link to Keto Momentum. I don't know if you had a chance to look at it or not. Uh, but basically, he said, no, we're going to set you up with JBZoo and do all these things. And, um, you know, uh, affiliates are going to come and request to you know, sell your product and this and that. We set a launch date for the 13th of this month, which is coming up in what, five days now? Um, and I don't have any requests, I don't have anything. He gave me a PDF, which is great if I were an affiliate and I were trying to market this, but I don't have any information on how to acquire affiliates, whether I even need affiliates, I just don't know what to do from here. Okay. And uh, I'm really lost. I barely know what JVZoo is. I'm assuming it's something along the lines of ClickBank. It is. Uh, as I said before, um, I guess probably eight or nine years ago, I think, um, I looked into affiliate marketing. Now, obviously, a decade ago, affiliate marketing was completely different than it is today. Mm -hmm. But uh, I was looking at ClickBank, and um, we were doing... Uh, uh, what was that called? I, I don't even remember all the nomenclature anymore, but AdWord, uh, AdWord yeah. uh, things and, and all of this. And I tried it and I probably over the course of almost eight months, I think I spent like $15,000 <laughs> and uh, I think I made three sales. So wow. congratulations to me. Um, it was a complete flop. Uh, now at the time I had money uh, we had our savings, uh, we sold a house, so there was a little bit of that, but now I'm scraping the barrel and I'm getting down to my, my last dollars, my last savings. Uh, and at the rate that I'm going, I'm going to run out of money probably in the next four or five months and I'm going to be done. So I've got to come up with something. This is my, if you want to call it my Hail Mary, and I just, I need somebody that can help me through this, teach me what I need to do, get me to where I feel confident. When I feel confident about something, I love it. And I, I, I can't wait to get down and work on it. Uh, I don't think in, in 30 years of my working, I don't think there was a day that I felt like I worked. Yeah. And 
it was, I just, I enjoyed it so much solving problems. I'm, I'm a solutions guy. I'm, I'm the guy that um, if there's somebody on the side of the road, as long as I don't have my family with me, I'm very protective of my family, but as long as I don't have my family with me, I'm pulling over no matter what. I don't care what the circumstances are. Right. It could be a minus 30 blizzard. I'm still going to pull over and see if I can help somebody. Um, that's just the way I'm built. So this kind of teaching and, and trying to help somebody and everything else just kind of fit what I was trying to do. Uh, but I need to figure out how to go forward from here. I've got this site, I've got this book, I've got, you know, and, and he created all these, this bonus materials and everything else. He priced it all out for me and I'm sitting there and I'm looking at it and I'm going, great. Now I have a product. What do I do with it? Mm -hmm. I'm sitting on JV zoo, uh, stripes actually giving me grief for some reason. I, I don't know what the deal is with that but they just, they keep asking me for the same information over and over again. What is it you do? How do you do it? What is your target audience? And I keep sending them the same info. And then a week later, they send me the exact same email back. So I don't know. Hmm. Uh, anyway, um, that's where I'm at. So I don't know if this is something where you can help me. I uh, Reading your bio, it says you do marketing. So I figure this is in some respects, right up your alley. And at the same time, you can at least give me, um, I, I need an unbiased, honest opinion about what I'm trying to do that has nothing to do with your desire to get paid or help. It has to do with your evaluation of yeah. what's going on and why, you know, why it's going on. Gotcha. Gotcha. And you said your site is ketomomentum.com? Yes. Okay, great. David Six, that's the... David Six. He had me choose a screen name. Okay. And uh, I used to write instruction manuals, oh my gosh, uh, 25 years ago. And so I had a, a pen name, which was gotcha. David Six. And okay. so he told me, go with that. Uh, don't use my real name. So, okay, whatever. <laughs> I don't really care. Yeah. Okay. So, no, this works. I'm just checking out the site. I mean, the site looks great and you have the affiliate stuff already set up. Like you said, with JV zoo, like I said, on paper, everything is looking good. You just need to send, first of all, you need to send traffic to this page, right? We have to, that's your main right. goal. It's all set up to convert, but we aren't getting any traffic to that page. Right. Now so we don't get traffic to that page somehow, some way. Yeah. And as I said, we don't actually launch for another five days or I don't know, today's the eighth. So we launch on the 13th. So five more days. So he set the launch date for the 13th. I, I'm not sure if there was a reason for that, but uh, so we have some time to try to come up with a game plan, if you will. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So what launches on the 13th, the affiliate offer or the sale of the book? Uh, I'm assuming uh, JVZoo says launch date 913. Okay. So that's just for signing up people as an affiliate right now. Oh, okay. The book is set up to receive sales, right? And it is with the exception of Stripe right now, still giving okay. me a little bit of grief on the approval, but Actually, let me check and see if... Well, you probably have like PayPal set up and credit card processors or something. Well, I, I used Stripe uh, oh, instead of PayPal. Okay. Uh, but let me see. Where's my emails? Uh, I think this is it. What happened to my glasses? You know, one day I woke up and all of a sudden I couldn't see. So, <laughs> oh no. Uh, ah, here we go. Yeah, I mean, everything I'm looking at looks good on my end. Okay. Uh, I finally got the email. I'm glad to let you know that we've already completed reviewing your account and it's all set to receive live charges and receive payments. So, Great. Uh, we may need to reach out further, but for now, you're good to go. Okay, so, yay, finally, congratulations. <laughs> there we go. Uh, that's one stress that's over. 
Yep, exactly. On to the next one. <laughs> yep. So, cool. so I love, yeah, I love that you have the video sales letter here. If you've been struggling to look above the full kilograms, I hit a everything looks good on that you're doing. We just got to get traffic here. So okay. you spent money and affiliate marketing is one of those traffic sources, right? Getting an affiliate. Basically, they're sending you the traffic and you're paying them. So this all comes down to cost per acquisition. How much right. is it going to cost you to get a sale on your book? And with the affiliate model, it also comes down to volume as well, right? Right. Because, hey, we might get a good margin somewhere, but hey, if we only get one sale a year there, it's not going to do us any good. So True. volume and margin and affiliate marketing can work pretty well for that. But in order to get a lot of it, affiliates excited to run your offer, they want to see some data. They want to know, okay, well, where are you making your sales from? Where does this work? Where are you getting all of your sales from, right? Okay. What traffic sources? Are you running this on Facebook? Are you doing this on Google? Are you doing this on Bing? Are you doing this on native ads or solo ads or all of these other traffic sources? Where is this converting, right? Because these affiliates that you work with and are going to be recruiting, they are known, there's a stigma with them that they are the lazy affiliate. That's what they're known as. They want everything done for them. They want to see your ads. They want to know what your ads are converting at. They want to know where they should be placing these ads. They basically want the blueprint. They want the keys to the kingdom of how to sell your offer. And if they don't get that, a lot of them will say, okay, well, this other keto guy is selling, is doing that for me. So I'm just going to go work with him. Okay. So you have to be, you know, we're so making a sales pitch. Done for you. They want it almost like done for you. They want as little to do as little work as possible or to give them a good, to give them several different angles, right? Marketing angles to work with. Say, okay. okay. This angle seems to be working well. This angle doesn't work well. So they will start, it gives them, it just cuts down on their research time and they don't have to, you know, do that on their own. So Got it. that's going to be, if you really want to scale your affiliate marketing angle, that's going to be what you need to do. So what that tells me is we need to do a little bit more media buying on our own, but at the same time, be doing, you're going to be doing the research alongside the affiliate recruitment, right? So you want to be recruiting affiliates and Hey, we might not be able to recruit a lot of them right now because we don't have all of our assets and we don't have all our numbers in line, but at the same time, you're testing out some of those and you're able to give them a little bit, Hey, here's what we're currently testing here's how it's working, right? So you're okay. testing a little bit and you're recruiting affiliates as well. And hopefully you get one of them to pick up. And again, it comes down to cost per acquisition. Hey, if you can acquire customers on, we really need to be looking at native ads. Have you ever heard of native ads? Uh, actually, no. Okay, so I'll, I'll show you a very common native ad funnel. And I think this is where you really need to be starting and spending your budget. And most of the affiliates that you recruit will probably be running ads through this type of traffic source, right? Because if you try to run this on Facebook or Google, did you have trouble getting ads approved on Google? Did they decline a bunch of your ads or do you ever have any issue there? Um, 10 years ago, it was 10 no, years ago, huh? but 10 years ago, they, they weren't at all picky either they would take exactly. just about anything you'd throw at them so yeah i've never had any problems um gotcha. i love watching youtube and it's funny nowadays uh you you say the wrong thing you have the wrong thing in the background and all of a sudden your whole channel is banned yeah so obviously uh there's been significant changes over the last decade uh and um i'm not even sure how to approach all of that as far as and that's another issue is like, I'm pretty old school. You know, I say what I think, you know, <laughs> so I don't want to get banned because, you know, I, I talked about the 1960s, <laughs> something <laughs> like that. Yeah, I hear you there. And that's what Facebook is doing more. And that's what Google is doing more. They're just banning people's accounts to protect their audience. But at the same time, it's killing their you know, these people who are making money, like, like us trying to, you know, killing their account after they invested 
months or years of time into building those out. So, right. you know, that's why we need to build an email list. That's why building an email list is so important because, hey, if they do ban your account, at least you're able to convert some of that audience to email and, hey, you have their data. They can't, I mean, they can ban your email service provider, but you have your list. You can just find another email service provider and keep sending out emails to that list from from other people so you own email traffic is called traffic that we own and that's really important to build that out so okay. you can try to do like you have this 40 page book maybe you give them one chapter for free right get this book now for free and you give them the very first chapter and then after they hit that first chapter there's a paywall there's a link in the ebook that they click that sells them into the rest of the book. Um, or you just make a completely separate like lead magnet and you try to give that away. You basically need to trade value for an email address. And then once you have their email address, now you own that traffic and you send them your offer over and over and over and over again until they buy. And then, hey, they opt out, that's all right, but you know, you own that traffic, so to speak. You pay for it once and now you own it. Instead of, you know, let's say you were doing Facebook ads and you wanted to get your ad in front of someone, it's gonna cost you money to get in front of them. And then if they click on your ad and then, you know, you don't sign them up for email, then they leave. Well, you have to pay to get in front of that person again, right? You have to pay Facebook again to get in front of that person. But instead of, paying Facebook again, get them into your funnel, right? And remarket to them over and over and over. Okay, so uh, a slightly less direct approach, which allows people to kind of lazily go, well, this is free. All I have to do is give them my email address. And then you kind of get them hooked into whatever that lead magnet is, which is basically giving them something of value, uh, a taste of what's what's to come. Exactly. Or, uh, an idea of what they can expect or something along those lines. And then they get so excited that they click on the link, they go to the page and they buy it. Yep. So that landing page on Keto Momentum, that's more, that would be realistically better for the, now there's a landing page and a lead magnet, which are, uh, and a, what do they call it? A squeeze page? If I remember. Yeah, yeah, they're so all, they're all kind of the same. They're all how many, okay, how many steps do you actually send a client, a customer through, I guess, would be like um, ketomomentum.com. Is that going to be for the free item or is that going to be for the book itself? How, what do we, what do we do there? Yeah, so you already have this page built out. I don't want to do anything there. So maybe you just build a very similar page and, you know, it's ketomomentum.com slash free book. And so you don't have to buy a whole other domain or anything like that. It's still right. part of the same website. So you just build out a separate page on that website that gives them. And so every time someone goes from an ad and lands on your website, that's just a landing page. So you can have several different landing pages on your website. And those landing pages might have different calls to action. One of them might be a lead magnet where they're giving away, uh, you know, a chapter of your book. One of those landing pages might be the sales page. They land there and they're, you know, you're hitting them with a different offer. So okay, just to help, you know, distinguish that vernacular there, um, you could have both. You already have this, your sales page built out. That's for after they hit the free chapter and they get upsold you want to send them right here and now they're going to buy this right so this is built out this looks good you just need to build out another page giving out that free chapter and getting them into your email funnel and then through the emails are going to be how you get them to this sales page you already have built out okay if that makes sense so what we really need is we need to capture the customer first and then sell them the product yeah, if you're doing this long-term, that's exactly what you need to do. And also yeah. what you can do is you can put a Facebook pixel on your website and you can create an audience on Facebook that retargets people who 
visit your page, but don't opt in, right? They bounce, it's called bouncing. They bounce from your page, they don't take an action. Well, okay. now Facebook can target those people and put them into like a bucket, a custom audience, and you can show ads just to those people. And what you can do is, you know, we wanna be very particular about running Facebook ads. So maybe you do that, maybe you don't. We'll talk about that a little bit more, maybe next time. Um, but typically for a business, that's how you want to do it is run retargeting ads to it. But maybe we can get creative with that and run something that Facebook might like that won't get your account jeopardized at all. Okay. Um, all right. Yeah, did you have more questions? Um, oh yeah, I was going to show you one other thing here. Okay. I'm going to show you a native ads funnel. Let me share my screen. And if you go to like USA Today or Fox News, any website, any website basically that has a fair amount of visitors, you click on any of these articles, right? And then you read the article, this takes a little while to load here. But on these pages, we see a few different types of ads. These that load up here are what we call banner ads. They're very obvious ads, right? It's almost like a billboard, you know, it's an advertisement. Right, so this uh, on the ground reporting with National Perspectives, subscribe now, or? Uh, let's see here, so this- Oh, there you go, Ray-Ban right next yeah, to Yeah, this is like a retargeting ad for Ray-Ban. Right, it's like a big okay. banner. It's very obvious they're selling this stuff. So that's a banner ad. What native ads are is they almost look like they were written by USA Today, right? They're here at the bottom. Oh, they're in between the articles. I've exactly. Seen. You see yeah. them. You see them all the time, right? They're in between the articles. But at quick glance, sometimes you might get fooled that USA Today actually wrote something about one of these. Right? right. And this is the one of many native ad sources. This is called Tabula. Tabula is one of the biggest native ad sources. So what they do is they aggregate this ad space, right? They reach out to all these companies like USA Today and buy this space from them and then resell it to people like you and me for a higher rate. And then what you know we what? do, go ahead. I was just going to say, you know, what's so funny about all this is uh, I built a firewall that uh, keeps an active list of all the uh, um, ad sources and blocks them. So I get oh, none awesome. of these ads. <laughs> awesome. Uh, so. so you might want to unblock that just from a research standpoint, just to see what people are doing. And this right. is the best way to, it's called funnel hacking. So we are building our own funnels by seeing what other marketers are doing in similar spaces. So when it comes to keto, keto is kind of a gray area, going to be completely transparent. It's very gray in the eyes of these ad sources like Tabula and Facebook and Google, definitely. So you have to be very, very careful because other advertisers have ruined that for you. They have made false claims about keto diet and weight loss, and they have made a lot of claims that just aren't true. So therefore, yeah. it's very difficult to run your keto ad without any keto ad, without it getting approved or running into any issues. And even on native Tabula, you can't even run keto stuff on Tabula now. Um, so you really want to run this on three or four different sources. And this is going to save you so much time and headache just okay yeah so these are yeah the that was ad sources you want to use their content.ad that was the one thing that i really found is i looked at a lot of keto programs mm -hmm. and the information was either uh false misleading oh, yeah. or absolutely incomplete mm -hmm. it's like yes you can do these things but these are the things that have to occur first and that was actually why I actually built because they're they're the keto diet that's advertised is not really a keto diet. It's just a low carb diet. It, mm -hmm. It's you have to have the ratios of fats 
and proteins uh, in order to be a keto diet. And nobody ever talks about that. They just go, oh, it's a low carb, high fat diet, but they don't tell you anything about the fats. They don't tell you anything about the ratios of proteins and stuff like that. And people think, oh, I can just go get protein drinks. And it's like, yeah, you can. And it'll throw you out of keto, believe it or not. It's not it's not what your body's looking for because your body will convert protein into sugar. So you're out of ketosis. Bang, you're done. And people don't think that. And they go, oh, but I'm low carb. It's, no, no, you're not. You're, you're, you're not in ketosis. It doesn't matter how much you try. And these pills, oh my God, talk about the bane of my existence. That's your competition. Yeah, but it's an absolute flat out lie. That it is. And that's why that's why it's impossible to run a keto ad anywhere. It's the flat out lies that come with them. Not, I mean, and it's just that's how it is. And now you can't run a keto ad on Facebook. And that's why. And if you, the second you put keto in the headline, your ad will not get approved. They'll ban your account. And it's because those false claims that they make, they've ruined it for everyone. So you have to just be very careful. And I just chatted you a list of the native ad resources that you can run them on without running into many issues. It's kind of hey, down you to just, the you. You said um, you just chatted me, so. Yeah, in Zoom chat, um, you should see in Zoom, there were a few I just sent you. Um, if you kind of put your cursor on the Zoom and then look at the bottom, you should see a chat window there. There should be like a number that comes up. Uh, oh, there it is way down there in the... When you shared your screen with me, I went full screen. So I'm still looking oh, at I got you. 4K. I, was, I, I forgot I was full screen here. Uh, let's see from Jake. Okay, so I get that. Um, what do I, do I download this or can I just... You can copy just it. kind of copy and paste that or oh okay. Yeah. yeah. Just save it for later. I think so anyway. Yeah. Yeah, you can run keto stuff there and you're not going to run into any many issues. Um okay. Now but that brings up the next question. I'm as as much as I love keto, I am absolutely not married to it. So is I, I've already invested. <laughs> a fair amount of money in it but at the same time is this actually a difficult one to work with should i be there we go i mean i don't think so a lot of people make a lot of money with keto offers um and then one thing you could you just need to have more upsells right because the book is a great place to start but you know once you make a sale to them then they're kind of just gone Right. So you need to have more stuff that you sell them over and over again. And the way to do it is take that model of the recurring revenue and just find a way to turn it into something that's actually healthy and productive. So what could work really well for that is like consulting or like you could create web courses. Um, and it's really not that in consulting, there's no overhead. All you have to do is get people on the phone and you, you know, you charge them X amount per month and you tell them they're sore and you walk them through that really technical diet because people need a consultant, you know, a dietitian, yeah. you know, someone well, help them out with that. Yeah. And, and that's, that's the problem that I find is, uh, there's, I mean, I couldn't teach you in six months of talking to me every day, what I know, uh, regarding the keto diet and the That's ups great. and the downs and all the things and how the body works and all of this. I mean, a simple thing is, um, uh, it, because keto seems to be targeted towards women. A, a lot of people are unaware that when women move into their menstrual cycle, it changes their hormone balance. And, about half the women actually drop out of ketosis during their menstrual cycle. So they can't expect to lose weight. They can't expect uh, to have the same tolerances during that time. And then when their cycle is over, then they just, their body just moves right back in. It's not that they're doing anything wrong. It's just the nature of how their body functions. Mm. Um, simple stuff like that. People just yeah. are completely unaware. 
Well, that's great. I mean, people would love to pay for that knowledge and you can keep them in your funnel month after month, you know, year after year if you needed to. And that's just recurring revenue. And, you know, if you didn't want to do the whole consultation route, well, then you can create courses where you sit down and you just, you know, you make an outline of all these videos that you want to produce and you sit there and you lecture into the camera, face to camera, just like we're doing now. And you right. share your expertise. And then every week there's a new video and people get monthly access to that. And they buy that for X amount, hundred bucks, 200, whatever you want to charge for that. And hey, you just need to replace your income, right? Customer by right. customer, the better the content you put out, the longer you're going to keep them in your funnel for. And hey, all it takes is 50 people at, you know, whatever, 200 bucks a month. And now you're at, I don't even know what that is, right? But you, you can hit your goals, you break it down, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that uh, 50 people at 200 bucks a month would be... 10,000. Uh, <laughs> yeah, more, more than I. Uh, one of the things about our lives is we, uh, once you got cancer, we we shrunk our lives down uh, massively. So it doesn't take much for me to survive anymore. Uh, and that's why I just need something that works. I, I need anything that works. I mean, the fact is, is at this point, I could work at Burger King and we'd be okay, but then I wouldn't be home. And yeah. so I need, I need something at home. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, I just started doing Fiverr a few months ago and I was able to quit my job. I was making so much money on Fiverr. So if there's anything you can do on Fiverr, it's a growing platform. Um, I teach people to become consultants as well. I think that's a great angle. Everyone has a lot of expertise. And Zoom is, has created an opportunity for everyone now to share that expertise and charge for it. So you are 100% able to consult people. I know your, your specialties are probably pretty niche, but you, know, you just have to find something, get creative. You know, I wasn't doing this three months ago and now I was able to quit my job and I never would have thought this was the angle that it would have been, but it 100% is possible if you just kind of pivot, right? Test a bunch right. of stuff out, keep pivoting. And like you said, be open to ideas. Okay. You have to work from home. That's possible this day and age more than ever right now, especially you're able to work with people remotely. So just try and get creative with it, whether it's through consultations or creating uh, content is huge, right? You just create video content. I have a software. I mean, if you wanted to, I could just let you use it for free, but basically I think it's right here. Yeah, I haven't started to do it yet, but I'm creating my own courses. And it's really a great, uh, you know, system here it's called spayee you could pay for it on your own you could just use mine and i'll let you upload your own course here and then people come in here and buy it essentially hmm. all you have to do is upload the videos you can add assets you can create quizzes if you wanted to you could do tests you can do live classes there's a lot of great stuff you can do with it it's very simple all you have to do is just upload it and it accepts payment and ready to go right there. Huh. So you can check it out again. It's called Spayee. Spayee. Okay. I think I paid a cheap rate for it, but I got it early and yeah, I don't know. You might have to pay monthly rates for it now, but if you want to just test it out and start for free again, I know it's, it's expensive to get stuff started out. I'm not doing anything with mine quite yet. I can add you as an instructor in there very easily. And then you can just have your own course in here. And I can get you sales, sales as well. When I start to launch my empire, right? And build out these, I can say, hey, check out uh, you know, Dan's course here. And every sale you make, I could maybe get like a, you know, like an affiliate fee for that, like a referral commission, right? Like right. sell it for a hundred bucks, I get 20 bucks of that. Mm -hmm. Hmm. So just some okay. ideas, you know, just some ideas for you. But I like that approach of just trying to upsell people once you get them into your email funnel. 
Um, and then going back to what, let's see here. So let's look at some of these native ad funnels and see what those look like. Because this is a very good process for you to learn. This is kind of what you want to start doing is funnel hacking for keto stuff. Like here's one for, let's see, Nerd Wallet. They're a big affiliate network. So here's one for like a mask, right? They're selling a mask in this ad. So okay. it goes from, right, the ad. That's the ad. It's just an image and a headline. And then it goes to a landing page or a pre-sales page or like an advertorial, as they're called here. And this is kind of like, like a fake news article, right? Because they saw it here, it looks like a news article. It kind of has that same ad scent, as we say, or that kind of ad flavor to it, right? It kind of looks like it's called an advertorial, but it's not really, you know, it's obviously selling, well, not obviously, but it's selling something. But a lot of people don't always know that. It kind of looks like a news article. Right. It's kind of halfway in between. So, that's what you have here and then they click on this and this is usually where the affiliate link goes right so they click on here this is the sales page right it's a completely different website and now they go here and buy and they're sold out or whatever or they're not right so they come here and they buy and then that's when they get paid so it's those three steps right and right now you have this sales page built this is great it comes to a video sales letter and you're all set up to make sales so you want to set up some like landing pages like this or advertorials for your website it can be like a blog post that look kind of are structured similar to this right where it bridges that gap between like you could say this is like a clickbait type of ad, right? Right. Well, it's it's also where uh, I mean, in my head, I'm thinking, okay, uh, and this is this is where I get caught because the the product that that sales page is built to sell is a very generic overview of the keto diet. Mm -hmm. um, it doesn't really tell you how to get into ketosis. It doesn't really tell you how to, to troubleshoot some issues. It doesn't tell you how to avoid uh, the various side effects of transitioning. It doesn't do any of those things. It's a very, very broad, broad version of it. Um, the reality is, is um, if you do that, you stand probably a 50-50 chance of getting into the keto diet without quitting. Uh, and once you're in it, then, you know, congratulations, but you're teetering the entire time mm -hmm. and you may or may not reach your weight goals. And unfortunately, I would say for probably about 60% of the people that actually end up doing it, they probably won't reach their weight goals because they're going to plateau. Their body is going to kind of figure out what they're trying to pull and stop it yeah. quite simply. And that's why keto is getting a bad rap and the real keto diet is is absolute there's you you if you do it correctly you really cannot fail unless there's a medical reason why you can't uh, but the problem is is the keto diets that are out there they don't walk you through those steps mm -hmm. they don't tell you about this they don't tell you about that uh, you know, the first thing that the keto diet does is it resets your metabolism. So if you were at a good weight when you were younger, um, you will probably very quickly go back to that weight. But if you were overweight when you were younger, then you've got a longer journey because your body is already programmed to hold that weight as much as possible. It's not a matter of releasing fat stores. You have to make it release those fat stores. And so the diet actually is, uh, I don't want to say completely different, but it takes a completely different approach depending on yeah. you know who you were. Uh, and yeah. People don't know this. And so they get there and they get on it and they have all these high hopes and then you know they lose 10 pounds and they get really excited and all of a sudden they plateau and they're like, what happened? 
oh, my body just doesn't like it anymore. And they quit. Yeah. They get, it's easy to get depressed because there aren't any answers out there. I'm thinking you need to take this consulting angle, Dan, because you obviously know a ton about this. And each person who gets into your funnel and buys the book, you need to reach out and say, hey, I would love to talk with you and make a specific game plan for you and your body type. And let's talk about this and recite these facts and just say, hey, this is, you know, this is why keto does get a bad rep. Here's why people, most people fail with the keto stuff. Here's what you need to do specifically. And then they check in with you. Okay, here's my results. You give them an action plan. You create accountability. They come back and report results and ask questions. And, you know, I hit this barrier. I hit this wall. I feel like, you know, I'm getting out of ketosis. And I don't know why. What's going on here, right? Right. Uh, Let's talk about your week. Tell me what you're going on, right? And you can obviously, like I said, you solve problems. You're going to crush it at this because that's what you're doing is you're just listening and say, oh, okay, that's your problem. You're taking a protein shake because you think it's low carb or whatever, right? And it's right. And then, oh, okay, well, okay, yeah, great. I tried that. And that's, I mean, some people will pay 200 bucks to learn that information because they tried everything else and this is their life and they're failing and they're depressed and they're down to their last wit. And you know what I mean? People will, you will really help a lot of people out with that. And I think that's where you can create a lot of uh, differences between you and your competition and you can fill up your time with stuff you like talking about you're obviously into this you can, like you said you can talk <laughs> about it for days and weeks and months and never get sick of it it's had a huge impact on you and your life I mean, you've seen the results firsthand you have case studies i mean people are going to want to hear about that stuff so i think this is just right up your alley you know just getting people on the phone or doing these zoom calls and creating like a structured specific game plan for them as an upsell. I think that's the angle you should really zero in on. Okay. Well, then I, I guess what it, let's quite simply, let's lay out an outline of my steps. I, what I want to do here is kind of an accountability thing. So let's lay out the steps, what I'm supposed okay. to be doing. Let's set some targets and things like that. Okay. Very good. Sound- Very good. Yeah. So let's, let's pick about four or five things here so we don't get over. Okay. Well, I think the first thing that was good was to create like a lead magnet. Okay. And then the page for the lead magnet, right? So the, the one chapter ebook, and you can pull that out of, something you've already created you can just use the first chapter of your book and give that out and then a page for that so that it collects their email address and then the email sequence that sends out more and more stuff so i think getting an email service provider would be good as well uh uh, you mean like what is that called monkey or something yeah like mailchimp um, if you're doing keto stuff, they might not like it. There's one called um, AWeber. I'll send you a link for that. Okay. They work pretty well with affiliate stuff and keto stuff. You should be able to send that out. So I'll send that over. Um, and then from there, um, I want to send you some information on how to, I think we should build out a native funnel for that as well native ads funnel. So you want to create accounts on those sites I sent you. That those were MGID, content.ad, rev content. Those are all free accounts to create. <clears throat> content.ad, rev content, ad blade, and MGID. You got it. Okay, got it. So create free accounts there. And that'll be where you buy your traffic from. And then from there, you will need to create the email sequence that will produce, I guess you can, yeah, I think that'll be the most important thing as well is create the email sequence that will produce the affiliate link uh, or not the affiliate link, but the link for your ebook. 
right? The upsell sequence. And that's called like an evergreen email sequence, right? Because once you get them in there, you want to message them as many times as you can, basically. Not, not every day, but almost, right? Every other day. And not every email should be, hey, buy my ebook, <laughs> right? Right. Maybe. Yeah, I, I kind of like that. There was, uh, um, unfortunately, it, uh, I, I didn't actually act on it, but uh, it made me very tempted. Um, and this was several years back, but I ended up on a on one of those email platforms. And what the guy would do is he would send realistically two uh, emails each week. Mm -hmm. uh, the first email was always really good information, things that I didn't know or anything like that. And it had nothing else on there. Yeah. Uh, and then the second one was more information, but it always included a link. Mm -hmm. So the first one was kind of a teaser. And then the second one was now that I've given you this information, what do you think? <laughs> I guess. Exactly. Exactly. And that first one is value, right? We have to give value. Right. We're going to get opt-outs. We have to give more for free this day and age than ever before. So he was doing 50%, 50% value, 50% sales. I, I say you, you even skew that a little bit more and go 75% value, 25% sales. So, or no, you know, maybe even like you send three emails that week, two of them are going to be value ads. And one of them is, Hey, check out this cool product that is related to the value that I just added. Right. So you give them more right. information about the keto diet and then one about, you know, uh, once for the book and then once for consulting, and then once okay. for the courses you create. Right. And you think three times a week is good. Three times a week is good. Yeah, you want to hit them more often than not. Okay. We hit them, the more opens and sales we get, clicks and sales. So I okay. think those are going to be four big pieces right there. Create the lead magnet and the, and the landing page for that lead magnet. Right. Sign up for the email service provider. Um, right. Sign up for those native ad providers. And then create okay. the email sequence that will follow up with sales and that's going to be like an evergreen sequence you can make that you know at least five or ten emails for now but you always want to be adding to that so that when they hit that it's evergreen because it's always good it's not like oh check out these christmas offers right because it happened to be christmas when you created that right because right. if you do this in april it's not going to work so have like an evergreen sequence where that content is always good and then i would create you know maybe like 20 or 30 emails that you have that are, you know, you don't have to create them all at once, but you want to stockpile those and build those out so that when you do get someone in your funnel, it's more passive than boom. They're eventually right. going to buy from you, hopefully. Well, I can actually, I mean, I, I can just build and it's, it would be easy for me to sit down and do one really good email every day and then yeah. just stockpile all my emails. Exactly. So. Yep. That's how you want to do it. Check out okay. the cool new keto thing I learned and then boom, it could even be like a video five or a 20 second video of you just talking to the camera you put that in the email they watch it cool that's good value add okay uh then the next thing i guess that i have left is uh in creating these the lead magnet and so on like that obviously i'm no good at this yeah uh, is that something that uh, what what should i be looking for on fiverr because i'm i'm realistically very new to it if uh, honestly, if it, if it wasn't for the fact that you said Fiverr choice, I wouldn't have even uh, thought twice about uh, going to you as opposed to going to somebody else. So if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't have been there. Um, what am I supposed to be looking for in Fiverr when I'm actually searching for someone to do this content yeah. without, you know, it's, I know in one respect, you get what you pay for, but at the same yeah. time, what I understand about Fiverr is in a lot of cases, Fiverr actually gives you more value for your money if you pick the right people. Uh, I, so I don't want to pick the cheapest person, but at the same time, I really can't afford to spend the most on the most expensive person. Yeah, yeah. I hear you. So I spent tons of money on Fiverr. And what I have done is just you want to create, there's a list and you can hit a heart, right? And save people to your list. 
So I do a lot of due diligence. I probably add, like I get a project in mind, like build my ebook. Okay, so I'll search for that. And then when I find maybe like five or 10 people that have a lot of reviews is important. The more reviews they have, the better. Right. Um, and I look at some of the pricing at that point and then what I get for that pricing because a lot of it's gonna vary. So I'll probably okay. heart like 10 people per project. And then I'll look through them and say, okay, which of these 10 people, what am I going to get for the price? Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm going to get this amount. I'm going to get that amount. Um, okay. So then I also think about what country they're in, right? If they're in America or like UK, you're going to pay a little bit more usually. Um, but also you get better communication. So, you know, you, I work with people overseas most of the time. A lot of people prefer to work with US-based people. Um, so it just depends on, you know, how important that is for you as well, how important that communication is. You might have to do a little bit more editing. Um, if you do work with someone overseas, that is pretty common, I think, even if they're English speaking, you will have to do a little bit of editing with the final product. Or right. ask them to revise it a little bit. Um, yeah, there's a few things on my landing page that I, I need corrected as well. And unfortunately, um, he he built it on something builder or something like that. So I can't even get in to edit the text. So uh, I, I have to ha wait for him to actually get it done. Wow. Yeah, it'll happen. It'll happen. So that is that's it i mean yeah okay. so, you know just and it's kind of guess and check it's not it's imperfect but you can go back here's the deal with fiverr if you're never if you're not satisfied with your work you can basically get a refund whenever you want if you you know so go back and request a lot of revisions and let that seller know that you know hey i need to get this done right i need to get this done the right way and just keep requesting revisions until they get it right for you yeah and i've actually i i've already had to do that several times and yeah. that was that was one of my issues it's and it's like finally they sent me an email saying just cancel me and i'm like okay <laughs> so i'll cancel it uh, because they just you know the language barrier was just was too much for them so yeah yeah and that'll be an issue sometimes it's as unfortunate as it is it happens but all right, Dan. Well, any final yeah. questions here before we wrap up and I send you the uh, the recording? Um, I can't think of anything. I mean, we we have some steps here. Uh, they look good. Uh, why don't? Uh, so it looks to me like we're in a position. Uh, I should just buy your whatever the other package is, the Premier or something. Or how do we? Oh, do yeah, this you can get discount rates if you wanted. Yeah, I'll just buy them up front if that works for you. That works for me. Yeah, no okay. problem. And uh, what's a good period of we Should we just like meet once a week or something like that? Yeah, I think that's a good rate. I think that's a good frequency if that works for you. Yeah, because I mean, this list here, I think I can get it all done inside a week. I think at that point, we should probably sit down and evaluate what I've got and where I need to go to next from that. Excellent. I agree. Perfect. Excellent, Dan. All right. Uh, sounds good. So once I start deriving income from this, then I guess we should probably start looking at that uh, consultation approach. I, I think I like that idea just because I finally get to actually talk to people. I, I like yeah. talking to people one-on-one -on -one a lot more so than just trying to, uh, I've been sitting here for months trying to do a video and oh my God, I, I could not be worse. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I know it's easier to talk to people uh, sometimes. So yeah, definitely. I think that's a great approach. That's what I do. I love it. It's awesome. I say, okay. yeah. So I highly recommend it. And we'll, we'll get you there. All right. Sounds good. I don't know how we did it, but we managed to get all this done in an hour. <laughs> I know we get a lot done. <laughs> yeah. Very well, good. I, I like to be kind of Johnny on the spot, but I have a tendency to start telling stories and that kind of ruins it. So. <laughs> No worries. I know. I know it's uh, it's important to provide some background and everything. 
So, all right, well, perfect. Uh, thank you again. And uh, I'll go ahead and buy the upgraded package and uh, I'll probably schedule something. Um, today's Wednesday. I'll probably start doing it on Thursdays. Perfect. Uh, that works out well for you. It and does. Yeah, okay. Excellent. All right. All right, Dan. Well, nice to meet you. See you next time. Nice meeting you. Thank you. All right. Take care. All right. Bye. Bye.